Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets trusting God's word in the storm. Thank you for joining me as we remain focused on trusting and believing in God's faithfulness in every storm we find ourselves in. My aim with this podcast series entitled The Storm is to provide you with differing viewpoints to consider and thank God for as you go through the hard challenges of life. You are currently listening to part four, and if you would like to listen to the other episodes in this series, again, feel free to listen to parts one through three. But I want to expound on the motivational aim entitled Trusting God's Word in the Storm. On the previous episode entitled Storms Reveal What You Can and Can't Do, I addressed the storm that Paul went through with the other prisoners, the soldiers, the captains, and others on the ship. And we discovered in scripture how everyone on the boat would be saved if they did what God said to do. And that was to stay with the boat. Acts the 27th chapter in the 31st verse states, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. And if we visit a few previous verses, Paul provides the people on the ship a word from God. And Acts the 27th chapter in the 22nd through the 25th verse states, Now I urge you to take courage because there will be no loss of any of your lives, but only of the ship. For last night, an angel of the God I belong to and served stood by me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. It is necessary for you to appear before Caesar, and indeed, God has graciously given you all those who are sailing with you. So take courage, men, because I believe God, that it will be just the way it was told to me. Now, that passage of scripture is very encouraging because it lets us know that we go through storms and the very thing we find ourselves in or on or around or a part of could be the very thing that we want to run away from because we're going through a storm. But the very thing that we want to just get away from and leave That's the vehicle God is using for us to ride in as we journey through the storm to get to our intended, ordained destination. And we have to go through that challenge and we have to endure even though it doesn't look like we're going to even make it on the other side because it just looks so overwhelming. It's just too much. And God lets us know if we jump ship, if we depart from him if we leave what he told us to stay on as he guides us through the storm we will be in a situation and we will miss out on a valuable lesson that we will only learn through the storm and if we don't pass storm class 101 we're going to have to keep taking that class over and over again And we won't graduate to the next level of life where we're able to endure storms. Although they are not going to be something favorable, at least we have the prerequisite and we have the foundation of how to get through the 
next storm class. But if we don't get it, we have to just take the class over and over and over again. But let me provide a recap of what was going on in Scripture. And I went over this in part three. But the men on the ship who were traveling with Paul, they thought they could do something that they couldn't do. And they found themselves in a mess. And as these men journeyed through the storm, there was nothing clean about what was going on with them. The storm was a real storm. It was wet. It was slippery. The wind was probably slapping them all over the face. They could have been squinting out of breath, nervous, scared, afraid. They weren't trusting each other. They could have been crying. They could have been mad at each other because they see somebody just sitting there in the fetal position, but they're looking like, hey, man, pull your weight. We're going through a storm. Help us out. They looked at their clothes. They saw that their clothes were dirty. They were hanging on for dear life. They were hanging on to their ship. It could have been a few who wanted to end their life because they were going through a storm. They couldn't see and they couldn't conceptualize how they would make it out of that storm alive. But praise God that he was with them in the storm and God called a man who was going through the very storm with them to be the voice in the mouthpiece for them as they went through a hard time. And what happened was Paul got up in the middle of the chaos and declared what God told him to declare about their situation. He declared that they would come out of that storm alive. He declared that God was watching over them. And he declared that they would be successful in the storm if they obeyed what God said. And that's the main target I want to focus on right now. Yes, there are some storms that's happening in our lives as I speak. But the question is, will you trust what God's word says about your storm? Will you trust what God's word says about you? And then what is God directing you to do in your storm? Will you do all you can to escape a storm? Not realizing that God is the one surrounding the storm? And he's right there with you through the storm. And if you leave the storm or try to escape the storm early, you're going to miss out on some valuable life lessons that will not only impact you, but somebody God's going to lead you to. If you're thinking about getting away from a storm or trying to avoid a storm, where will you go? Seriously, where will you go? And God's looking straight at you. Where are you going to run to? I mean, will you trust that no matter how messy the storm gets, that it's necessary for your destination? And will you trust that God is watching over you, that you make it out on top on the other side, even though you can't see clearly right now? And if you just think about it, what are some things God has told you to let go when you were going through your storms or as you go through your storms? What has God told you to get rid of? What is it? 
I mean, God tells us or commands us to let go of some things so that we can grow emotionally, personally, relationally, and even physically. And when you go through these storms of life, are you thinking of what God told you? Are you trusting his word? Or are you just trying to run away because you don't believe God's word? Because the situation, it just looks too bad. How can God deliver you from something like this? Is that what you're asking yourself? Because God can deliver you. Now let's look at these men in this passage. They were on a ship. It was getting real bad. And they were thinking about bouncing. Literally bouncing off their ship to save their life. But... If you think about it, how would they save their life if they were in a storm, a violent storm? If they jumped in the sea, I mean, they were taking a chance because they didn't know if they were going to make it. But it was guaranteed that they would make it with God if they did what God said in the storm. They were trying to run. They were trying to escape. And God lets them know, if you leave me, if you leave what I commanded you to stay on, you will not be delivered. You won't be saved. You will be worse off than what you were. If you forsake me, it's going to be bad for you. And we don't want to be in storms where we're already uncertain, but then we intentionally trust our limited knowledge and we take a chance on ourselves, and we can't even see what's ahead. We just go and run and jump. We don't want to do that. It goes back to what I always say, or what you hear me say. Ask God for wisdom. When you're asking God for wisdom, it's about asking him to provide you with the insight on what decisions and what moves to make, even though you're emotional, even though it's overwhelming, even though it's a roller coaster. You want to make the right decision where the benefits are long-term and you can live with that decision and God confirms it and God is backing you up. God is protecting you because you made the right decision. That's why you want to ask God for wisdom because life is not a game whatsoever. And as you go through the storms of life, Think about what is God's word said about you as you're going through? Have you taken the time to read God's word to know what he says? And you're just not walking around with bracelets and necklaces and t-shirts as lucky charms as you're going through storms. It's one thing to walk around with some saying about what God can do for you. And what would Jesus do? But if you're not reading God's word, how will you know that? How will you ever know what Jesus would do in a situation if you're not reading what Jesus would do? If you're not reading what God would say? If you're not spending time with God for him to confirm his word to you? Well, you're strengthening yourself. So when these storms of life come, you know how to navigate through because you can think about what God's word says and you trust it. And you're not putting your hope in some little bracelet. 
The bracelet doesn't have the power. God's word has the power. And it's activated with your faith. It's activated with your mouth. It's not walking around. Well, let me put this up. What would Jesus do? Uh, a little charm on my arm. Going through hard times. But I got, I got that bracelet. That bracelet don't mean anything. That is an inanimate object that has no power. The power is in God's word. Not the bracelet. Not the necklace. Not the t-shirt. The t-shirts are reminders for you. God's word is the power source for you too. So don't get it twisted. Don't don't get it confused. You don't want to be walking around with all this. Got 50 bracelets on your arm. You got cross earrings. You got cross necklace. You got your nails done. You got a whole bunch of scriptures on the nails and crosses on the nails. What's that going to do? God's word has to be in you. Because when you're going through the storms of life, sometimes you you don't have the t-shirts and the necklace. and You're not thinking about that. You're going through real life situations, real life circumstances. And you need the power source within to come out of your mouth and to shine and burst forth. That's the power. And don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that nobody should be walking around with necklaces that indicate their relationship with Christ or earrings and accessories and any type of expression that you want to utilize whether it be a t-shirt or your nails or your hair whatever it is you can do that but the power is not in that that's an expression of who you are but your identity is within And it comes from your relationship and the time you spend with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That is what I'm trying to convey to you. And no, I don't know the details as it relates to what you are facing right now. I don't know. But I believe that God wants, well, let me say this, I know that God wants you to trust in his word. Because when we trust in God's word and we go through these storms in life where we are keeping God first, we are displaying our confidence and faith in him and what he has the power to do. And when we're going through these storms of life, we need to trust what God's word says. God says that we are strong and he wants us to be strong and take courage and he wants us to wait for him. God wants us to trust in his word because he tells us over and over for us not to fear because he's with us. God tells us to not be dismayed because he is our God and he will strengthen us, he will help us and he will uphold us with his righteous right hand. And God wants us to trust in his word because he tells us that he's the one who goes before us and he will be with us and he'll never leave us nor forsake us. God tells us to be strong and courageous, to not be frightened, to not be dismayed because he's the Lord our God and he's with us wherever we go. 
no matter the storms you find yourself in, remember God is your rock. God is your fortress. He's your deliverer. He is your God. He's the one you should aim to take refuge in at all times. God is your shield. He's the horn of your salvation. God is your stronghold. And there are more words and promises that God has provided, but it is our aim to not look at what's going on around us. It is our aim to look at what God is doing in us and for us and how he keeps his word. His word does not return void. And there'll be so many distractions vying to get you to abandon believing and trusting in God's word. As you go through the storms, the winds of doubt will persuade you to not trust God's word for your life. The water, the waves, the thunder, the lightning, it will roar at you and provide every loud, threatening, overwhelming noise to scare you so you can jump off of the promises of God. The storm will be so intimidating where it will provide a viewpoint where you get a glimpse of what you think is your future and you see your future full of rocks and uncertainty and you hear something tell you, hey, just jump, stop believing in God, stop trusting God's word, let it go, jump. No, but praise God that you've been studying God's word, you've been praying to God, you've been reading God's word, and that still small voice, which is the Holy Spirit, tells you, no, stay the course, trust God, he's never left you, he loves you, he's your shield, he's your rock, he's bigger than the storm, that's what happens, and praise God that he is with us, and praise God that he's the one who preserves our life, he enriches our life, and God promotes us in life. And a scripture I would like to leave you with, well, a scripture I would like to review once again, is Acts, the 27th chapter in the 31st verse that states, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. And I wanted to go over this scripture one more time to encourage you that if you leave God's word at any point in your life, the outcome will not be favorable for you or anyone. In order for us to reach the fulfillment of our destinies, it is imperative that we stay in the word of God in the storm. We believe the word of God in the storm and we trust God to perform what his word says in the storm. When we stay with God and we stay with Jesus in the midst of the storms, we encounter God promises that we are in the best position for deliverance and salvation. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrobryant.com where you can sign up to receive your Aim Towards the Target weekly encouragement on the website you can select from a variety of Bible plans you can complete individually or in a group setting. I also have inspiring apparel available. You can check out my Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. May God continue to protect, bless, strengthen, and cover you 
and all who belongs to you as you keep him first and aim towards your God-honoring targeted goals, whether you are in a storm or not. Don't forget his promise that those that love him, he is working all things together for their good. Okay? Peace and God bless.